We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not, not a fairy tale. Oh, girl, look at that. We blend our voices. Right. There we go. That gave me some energy right there. Okay. Girl, because I'm so broke down today. Are you tired? I, well, I've been okay, but I didn't get tired until I had to pick Shady D up from um, play. play practice. I'm sorry, musical practice, because she will go off. It's you, not a play. It's a, a musical. musical. And I'm singing, so I'm important, and you're going to hear me sing. Oh, Mama, I jazz sing. fingers. Does she do the jazz yeah, fingers? Yeah, they have um, them doing jazz fingers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Make sure you invite me to see her show. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to bring a balloon and some flowers. Okay, maybe I won't. You don't want the junk. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never want the fun stuff. Maybe yeah, I'll just bring her a candy bar. Home with it and have the balloon sitting in the room for like three months. Well, maybe I'll just bring her some candy bars or something. And then she's going to be like jumping all over the walls. Okay, Buy well, her gift card. Yeah, she likes money. Yes. She does like money. <laughs> she's saving her money to go to China. Yes. <laughs> or is it China or Africa? It just depends on the day. Okay. So she's going somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she might just go to Mexico and get a massage. She might. Girl, I did not tell you. Why did, what was his name? Condila from Mexico? Girl, why did he send me a message on Facebook asking me when we're coming back to Mexico? Oh, the pool people? The yes. Pool people. Oh, man. We, you did know, you see I, them? I didn't see them because we were like at a whole nother pool, but mm -hmm. part of me wanted to go to that pool to see if they were over there because I feel like they switch about from time to time. Right. So, no, I didn't see them, but I kind of wanted to look for them. I was like, well, maybe <laughs> next year? Like, you remember that? We're friends you know, on Facebook. We're a good time. We are. We're a good time. He, he remembers us is. wobbling. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we had a good time. And all the drinks we had in the pool, that's mm -hmm. when I realized you can twerk real good in the water. Yeah. And you got to do very little work. Your yeah. booty just bounces. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for it. We had fun that trip. Yeah, that was a good, good trip. Time. That was fun. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I feel like I need to go somewhere. Girl, I do too, and I just got back. I know, I was about to say, you just got back. And I I got like one more week left. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to save it for Christmas, but it's not looking like I'm going to make it. I need a break now. I know. I know. I'm, I'm with you. I have like another five days. And I want to save them to use them for something else. Because you know I always got a side hustle. Right. So the side hustle, um, if they start rehiring um it for the christmas season i would need to be off for a week for training mm -hmm. so i was like okay i gotta say these five days just in case <laughs> just yeah. in case right but on a good day i just want to be like okay i'm gonna book me a flight somewhere and just sit my ass down somewhere that's all i want to do yeah i just want to sit somewhere by the ocean yes because it's nothing like even though you can Go across the pond is nothing like sitting by the ocean and doing absolutely nothing. And it could be a cheap trip to the Virgin Islands for all mm -hmm. I care. Because that's the perfect place to do absolutely mm -hmm. nothing because everything shuts down so early mm -hmm. anyway. That's true. Boom. I'm that's not trying to get... tickets for 226. <sighs> no. I... <laughs> you know, and in my spirit, I feel like I don't want to experience plane life anytime soon. Girl, please. But I feel like I would have to get a get on a plane to get to the ocean because mm -hmm. I don't want to sit in a car that long. I know. So I'm going to have to get on the plane. But I'm just, 
I'm because I'm freshly off the plane. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't feel like dealing with that. So flying and, somewhere to the beach from here is not going to be as long as flying across the pond. I know, but even even though I had a really interesting flight, did I tell you somebody got kicked off my flight? Girl, I had a very interesting flight on the way back. Okay, somebody got like the people came and escorted dude off. And okay. I didn't know what he was saying because it was in French okay, or some other language. But he was hot. And, like, I heard them in the little, you know, the little metal accordion mm-hmm. place. And it sounded like he was getting roughed up. Like, it was some drama. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. I, I'm just not ready to fly right now. But I do need a trip. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I got back to work, I started dealing with issues. And I'm like, how do I come back off vacation feeling refreshed? And then... Come back to some craziness. But it's like the refreshment doesn't last that long. It doesn't. Like I'd be good for like a day and then I'm like, okay, I'm over it. <laughs> no, when when do I go back? I know. <laughs> like I work for food and to keep a roof over my head in vacations. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was told was gonna happen when I became an adult. Mm-hmm. We work for vacations. We do. We do. We got one more left week left. I know. We're gonna figure it out though. I know. I Put know. me in your backpack. Okay. Because I want to go to the beach, too. I do, too. Okay, that's enough of us. Daydreaming. Um, I know. About escaping. <laughs> so let's... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the sacrifice we got to make for our kids, though. Look, I'm... Shady D about to be running her own so she can make her own money. Because mm-hmm. I'm tired of her. <laughs> in my pockets. Girl, she was already trying to be in your husband's pockets today. I don't know what he asked. He said, okay, I'm going to use your money. She said... You got your own credit card. <laughs> I was like, no, she didn't just tell you. You got your own credit card with your own money. I was like, okay. No, she ain't no joke. That is coming from, she got um, a, a, a credit, like a Visa gift card for her birthday. It's like 20 bucks on it. Right. And so she's like, I got a credit card. What can, mommy, can I buy something with my credit card? I'm like, why are you in such a rush to spend money? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just want to know what it feels like. Well, that and is I'm like, virtual money. it feels like you, if you had cash, giving it to someone else and not having it anymore. And she's like, well, I just still want to spend it. And I was like, well, we'll find you something, you know, so we can purchase you something online or we can go to the store and find Swipe you something it. that you want for your birthday. Mind you, her birthday was in July, but I'd you be better make sure about that stuff. Yeah, you got to make sure you use it because sometimes they start, the balance starts to creep away. Yeah. Well, this one has a year, and I know I have a Disney store one we need to use too. That we don't have that one for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, gift cards she's are really excited. She likes cash. She yeah. Get her like small bills. Yeah. So yeah. she can make it rain with the with the dollars. Okay. She's just gonna throw them up in the air. No, she not She too stingy for that. She'll do it in her room where there's nobody yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we are going to jump into our fairy topic, and I pretty much pulled this because I watched Married to Madison, and it was one scene that just, the scene along with the Twitter comments that just rubbed me all All of the wrong ways. So um, the scene I'm talking about is what happened between um, Contessa and her husband, Dr. Scott, and it just led me to question, like, 
Why? Because a lot of the Twitter comments were, you got a good man at home taking care of your kids and why you all the way, blah, 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 going to school and you, why you, and I understood why she should not have come in ragging on him about how things were to be done. Right. At the end of the day, he has his own system of how he is running the house. Right. But what got me was, when she, after she said, well, I, I felt like we all should have moved to Nashville during this time. And he's like, we're not going to uproot the family for some harebrained hair scheme. And I that was like, hey, me. that bothered me. I'm like, how are you diminishing the end goal, which is going to, that's working for the whole family. Right. That one comment just made me look at him in a totally different way. And it I, pissed me off. <laughs> I thought he was really frustrated. And I, I was fr- as I well. was frustrated for him because she had just got off the phone with him. Yeah. And did not mention anything about stopping in food or mm-hmm. asking whether or not the kids had ate. Now he prepared a healthy meal. Yeah, that food looked good. Right. He prepared a healthy meal for the kids. Mm-hmm. Had them sitting down eating. Mm-hmm. He actually was feeding one of the kids, like fork feeding one of the older kids who was clearly old enough yes. to feed herself. And then you come home wanting to be like Captain save a and t- with the McDonald's bag over what he had prepared for them? I felt like that was a smack in his face, first of all. I felt like that was a miscommunication. Like, she should have asked, do I need to bring something? And then, I, then again, I felt like, well, dang, I don't want to come home empty-handed. But that part to me was just that was a probably miscommunication. Mommy yeah. But then, what's the hotcakes for? Maybe one of the kids like hotcakes. No, she got three orders. Girl, I, I had to watch this over. Okay. She got three orders of hotcakes, a cheeseburger, and something else. Well, maybe the, what, maybe the kids like hotcakes. Like, on a good day, I would want to give my kids some burgers from McDonald's, but I give a give her some hotcakes because I like hotcakes myself. I just felt like... I just felt like she didn't want to come home empty-handed. So... But at the end, at the end of the day, it was a miscommunication because I was watching too. I was like, dang, wasn't she just on the phone with him? Right. And cause yeah. she did not call him back and say, Hey, do y'all need me y'all to need- pick up something? Yeah. Right. Or she could have ran by Walgreens and got him some gift card. Okay. I mean, she could have did something else. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that whole situation. And even though it does benefit the whole family, but I feel like she came in and she was looking around like he could probably just feel her. First of all, she never even acknowledged her husband mm-hmm. when she came through the door. It was all about the kids. She didn't say, hi, honey, I'm home. Give me a hug, a kiss, nothing. She didn't say anything. See, she I'm just... going to look at that different. Because you got three kids all coming at you. They're in your face right now. So you want to appease them. That and is I true. felt like after they left, she had they not got into the argument, she would have went over to him. But she had nothing him. positive to say to him. No, and I it was, get that. It was that about was the dishes. Yeah. It was about the laundry being in the living mm-hmm. I mean, the kitchen. <laughs> Grow them kids the way they were cleaning up their house. No, how about the youngest one just pouring that water on the floor? <laughs> right. That, that's what, that, 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 that irked my, my nerves. Because <laughs> I was like, you tearing up your flow. And why y'all got the wash rags down there on the flow? But he just was like, I'm going to let them do them. He was just trying to, he's really managing the best way he can, Mm -hmm. knowing everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And he feels like she's frolicking around the city, taking her little classes. And then he was just, you know, upset. I think it was, he was upset, she was upset, and things went real personal real quick. And guess who had to clean up that kitchen? She did. And put up that laundry. Mm -hmm. Because she had, like, ran her mouth. 
Like you could have just taken a moment and hopefully she did come back and apologize yeah. to him. Cause I think he, he was really hurt. Like I hadn't seen you in a few days. And you just come home bitching. No, nobody want to hear all that. He still didn't have to cut that low. About the hair brain? Was it about hair the hair brain scheme What's of hair going brain? back to school? What's the hair brain mean? I thought it was a hair brain scheme. No, like you pretty much, I just feel like. Because you got a hair and you just got an itch to do something different. So you went back to school? Not necessarily that, but it's like you got this scheme, like you want to be the Surgeon General and we really don't know if that shit going to work. You know, that's how I took it. I just, it was a very low cut. Like he just pretty much cut her drink. To minimize. Like, he really minimized her and what she was trying to accomplish. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I just, if he was hurt, minimized, too. He was minimized, but not to the point where, where, you, where, her, where his dream was minimized. <laughs> Maybe his dream was to be a house husband in hell. He thought he was doing a good job with them kids with them rags in it. Fabuloso, the little baby was pulling, <laughs> pouring on the floor. Who knows? But I hope that they come together. I do too. And they work it out and they talk about it. But he was clearly pissed. Yes. I had never seen him that mad on the show. Yes. Maybe one other time when I think him and one of the other girls was getting into it and he like stood up on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the only other time I seen him be upset. Mm-hmm. But I was like, she, she seemed so ungrateful. She did. She really did. Because if it was a woman and her husband had came home and did the same thing, we would have the same kind of comments. But, and that's what what kind of goes into the article, as a woman, it's expected. So she, I don't think she would have really even gotten mad about that had he come had, in and said something he, like that. Yes. I feel it like- is expected for us to have the shit together in the house. It is not an expectation for the men to have the shit together in the house. But you got to understand, like, things happen. No, I get things happen. But I'm just saying, like, if she, if he would have come in fussing and harboring at her about the house not being together, like, it wouldn't have been, I don't, I feel like it wouldn't have been a big to do to her for him to say I feel like it should be hell. We all trying to figure out this thing and you gone and I'm trying to figure it out on my own. But we got to be the, sensitive. That was the, ex- the, the expectation overall is for a woman to keep the house together, regardless of if, if you have a job or not. So with him, you know, being the one to take care of the house for a couple of days out of the week, like a lot of people are like trying to make it like a big to do. Like he's a man. He doesn't know how to do that. Like, hell if he, he needs to learn. It's a, yeah. It's an equal. Op- Look, we in this marriage, it's an equal opportunity. You can figure this do, out. Yeah. If so you had you your own to, apartment, you would figure you it would out. figure it out. And the kids are of age, age enough to help. to help you. Yes. If they can get on the floor with their little knees and them yep. rags, they can fold they up their clothes. And they I think that's what clothes. he was about to saying, hey, take your stuff out of there and put that in your room. Mm-hmm. You can fold up your own clothes. That's why that stuff was in the kitchen. See, I don't think they had them kids doing anything. Girl, them kids. I, I don't. I don't see that. But I'm, they're of age where they can. <laughs> they definitely. If they can. was my kids, they're gonna be working. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna have y'all selling lemonade on Saturdays because y'all ain't doing nothing else but not watching TV on on Instagram and whatever that thing is. That other app where they be dancing and stuff. No, y'all about to make some money. Exactly. Because y'all ain't doing nothing. And that one little girl and that one little boy, I be thinking they gonna kill it, kill each other. What have you seen them do to make you think that? They just I just feel like the youngest one, she could kill herself because she Right, because she always reckless. choking on something. She yeah. might have got choked on that steak. Maybe that's is that the one he was feeding? I don't know. 
whoever, ooh, they all too old to be getting fed. They are. They are. <laughs> so that makes me, leads me to wonder they don't have the kids contributing to the household, the household chores. chores. Like Shady D, her responsibility is her room and her bathroom. Like she needs to keep those clean every weekend. So they old enough to do all of they that. They are way old enough. Yeah. Cause at that age we were doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. My grandma had me pressure washing the house and she thought Shut up. <laughs> She was like, Girl, you better get out there with that hose in this brush. Scrub that dirt off the house. Girl, these kids these days, they don't know what it's like to work. No. I was brought up in the country. You better get out there and pick them vegetables. Plant that stuff and pull them weeds. Mm-hmm. I did some of my fair share of weed pulling. Right. So, yeah. And I did Privilege. everybody's laundry in the house. Everybody's laundry? I did everybody's Did you have to laundry. fold it too? Yes. Mm. You, you, that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. You had good parents. No. No? I felt like I should have only been responsible for, at minimum, me and my sister's clothes. Because oh, then if stuff turned red, you can't be fussing at me. Oh. <laughs> they got you, Cinderella. <laughs> Goodness. But so, your mama wasn't having that. She needs you to get some discipline. I mean, but yeah, I, that yeah. that really that whole that whole scene really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we are gonna go ahead and hop into the actual article, um, and it's from Forbes.com. The five things successful working parents give up to reach work life balance. Um, and one of the things is their pride about asking for help. So like them kids. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of working, more so women, like they just feel like they have to do it all um, and they have to have it all as far as like career, family life, having time for themselves. So they they are under the belief that they have to have it all. Um, And it's a pride about asking for help because it's kind of seen as a weakness. Now, I don't bite my tongue with asking for help, especially... Yeah, especially when it has to do with, you know, somebody, you know, watching Shady D. I love my grandma to death. So blessed to have her. But we also have other family members, like, that she can go hang out with. So if we, if I need, or if me and my husband need, you know, just some art time, we have that support system. Mm -hmm. And we're not afraid to use it to work on ourselves, you know, or even me having me time. You know, I'd be like, husband. Cause he he's been wanting to take take us out for dessert. I'm like, you can just take Shady D out for dessert and have a daddy daughter date, right? And I can have my me time. You know, did they go over well? <laughs> yeah, it always goes over well. Okay, <laughs> well that makes sense. I mean, and I don't even have any children, but I struggle in this area of pride asking for help. But I think mm-hmm. maybe that's just a thing that women struggle with. Maybe there's men out there that struggle with that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, men are very prideful, so yeah. Yeah, and especially if you're a single dad and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out and the only people you got around you is women and you don't want them to think that, oh, you don't have it under control. I feel like for that part of it, most men probably wouldn't care. Like, Come get you want to yeah, you want to offer me some help? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take these kids. Yeah. And the number two reason is the belief that they need to split their time equally. Achieving the balance between career and children doesn't always mean that the time has to be split evenly. Successful parents understand that there are times when their family needs more attention and times when their career means more attention. But what do you do when your career is demanding at the same time when your kids are demanding? You got to be realistic and know that it's not going to be an even split. Like you got to, 
most of the time, as far as children, as long as you know, as long as you are making an effort, it doesn't have to be five hours of, out of the day. It's going to be what they remember. So if you get to spend like an hour with them reading a story, like they're going to remember that and they're going to feel secure with that. They're not going to look back and be like, well, mommy didn't spend five hours with me because she was at work. They're going to remember, you know, my mom was at work, but she made sure when she got home, she read me that story before bed and we had our time together. I guess then. I guess I was thinking more so let's just say your kid your teenager is going through like a crisis mm-hmm. about being bullied at school and you have like a huge major project due like how do you and you need that extra time to work from home you know to mm-hmm. be able to focus on that but you also have to focus on whatever your child's going through like mm-hmm. how do you how do you do that and then take care of self you gotta you gotta you just gotta it juggle, up. juggle yeah, you it. gotta juggle it so yeah. I mean, for work, you know, if you're working with someone or someone, delegate. yeah, you, you gotta can delegate. delegate. You can delegate, delegate like the issue with your your teenager. Like if you have a partner, like y'all gotta work on that together anyway. Yeah. So you know, that's both of y'all need to be hands on about that. So that's a part of delegating as well. And then your you time. Like that may mean staying up a little bit later to to take care of you or getting up a little bit earlier, just taking that bathroom time to sit just in there by yourself for a little bit to have your you time. So it just doesn't have to be even. You yeah. you have to realize, you know, some days I'm gonna have to put in, you know, the work at work or hey, I may need to call off to take care tend to my family or tend to myself. So it's just, you got to juggle it in yeah. all the right ways. Okay, so the idea that they have to neglect themselves, and this goes right. back to juggling. Like, for me, like, me time is getting into a routine to know that it is important. Like they say, you pay yourself first, you give your yourself your time first. Um, so a part of that, for me personally is like I've mentioned before, I like the happily not perfect act, um, happy, not perfect app because it forces you to carve mm-hmm. out that time. And it's not even a lot of time that you have to carve yeah. out, but it kind of gets you recenter back to you. Yeah. It probably so, takes about five minutes. Five, yeah. Five to 10 minutes. Nothing on there is a long time. I think the longest thing I've seen on there is like eight. no, it's one on there for 15 minutes if you want to do a deep dive meditation. Right. But that's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. But a little bit of that goes a long way as far as your personal time. That's true. Um, the des- the number four reason is the desire to always make their kids happy. And I guess that's kind of where I was coming from with the kid with the crisis. Um, parents who achieve successful work and life balance don't always have to bre- don't live and breathe to make their kids happy. Some people do. Instead, they drive, strive, I can't talk today, to raise responsible children that will grow and become responsible adults. And so I think there's a lot of guilt there that if you don't always make your kids happy, then you feel like they're not going to grow up and be, you feel like they're going to be in therapy for the rest of their lives for all the times you didn't give them McDonald's or whatever else they wanted, a new paintbrush. That's what it was about, the paintbrush. Um... So I think that's where a lot of parents kind of go wrong about. And I'm pretty sure that I would struggle in this area too, because you know how I am. Um, 
about the desire to want to make their kids happy. And internally, you're making yourself unhappy, too, because you're constantly trying to please somebody. So you don't have to do that, pretty much. No, you don't have they, to do that. And then that sets up a horrible adult. Right. Because, because they're always they, thinking someone is there to make them happy. And they feel entitled for exactly. somebody to make them happy. So, no, you don't have to make them happy all the time. <laughs> I think that's what happened to these kids yes. that are out there now. Because we've worked so hard to make them happy mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's microwave, microwave, microwave. Everything's quick. Give me, give me, give me. Right now, we're in the now time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, and I'm many of days. Shady D has said to me, "Mommy, you're such a mean mommy." I'd be like, "Okay." Well, that one day, that's that, my job, right? Right. Now. That one day, you said, "Well, I'm just doing my job, right?" <laughs> Girl, I was like, "Oh boy," she told her. And they just turn around and walk away. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is the guilt they experience about working. So many parents will rather not work full time. Um, But for many families, it's not, you know, an option for them to stay at home. So most moms actually, or both parents report that they may, they would like to work part-time. Because I feel like, as much as I complain about work, I feel like I need to be doing something. It's kind of something for you. Um, So if I could do a part-time and still get get paid the same amount, I would be totally fine. (laughs) Exactly, girl. Me and you both. Me and you both give and me a part time day. And it's not necessarily a guilt about you know missing out on my family because at this age she's in school anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but when when she was little, little, I did have have that guilt. Um, and I actually like took off for like a year and a half because of that guilt. But while I was at home, I was like, oh, I need this to be doing me. something, right? Yeah. Right. So it is a, a happy balance, like. After then, like, I learned, like, when I get home, like, that is our time, you know. And with being there all day, it's like, oh, my gosh, I just can't, you know, wait to drop you off somewhere. But once I started back working, like, I was really appreciative of the time that we did have. So, it's, I keep saying it's all a balance. All a balance. All a balance. Um. And that's pretty much it. If you guys have anything to chime in, um, you know, we're on all the social medias and I'll put the links in the show notes. And let's see here. I actually have a business buzz this week. Um, I'm going to shout out um, our family members, business, sister. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. I wish you would have put the name in the sack. Um, I think it's sister, sister. Um, inflatables. So if you have a party that you're planning, um, he has all types of inflatables. He has the ones with the water slides. I think he has two with the water slides. Um, I know, um, he has a giant movie screen for move outside movie night and a host of other slides, um, to rent, um, for your party. Um, so you can reach sister, sister inflatables at 615-506-2519. Cool beans. Yes. Okay. Let me show you one to start off with. Let's go with, let's get Married to Medicine out the way. Okay. Okay. Because it was a reunion show for Housewives of Potomac. Yeah, so that so, would be that, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Married to Medicine, we're starting off. I don't know. They how started. Start they off. first Married to. Oh, girl, I'm on the wrong show. Married to Medicine. Where? Did, who did they start off with? Wasn't it Simone? 
Was it Simone? Simone came in cleaning up after her dirty ass kid. <laughs> and the dog. She the was dog. talking to the dog. I don't think she really liked them. She thinks she don't like her kids? I don't think she likes her kids or her husband. She might not. After had been in By her herself, own private house yeah. for a while, it's like, oh, I gotta go back to this bullshit. She's always <laughs> complaining about them, though. Yeah. Like, sometimes you gotta realize, like, what if, you know, if they were in the emergency room, would you still be making these same comments? Like, it's like she doesn't appreciate their, their, of course they're dirty. I so get mm-hmm. it. You know, I get it. However, it's like she's just so over them. Mm-hmm. And they just be chilling, like, they're going mama bitching some more. Maybe it's the fact that. She again, they definitely old enough. Maybe she has they, never required them to have to do anything. Yeah, Contessa. I'm telling you, you gotta make these kids and their boys sure exactly because boys they be less resistant to clean up anything. Mm-hmm. They have cups everywhere Start for them days. Young. Yeah, it's, it's an age list out there for appropriate chores for your children. They too old. You should yes. have to clean up. And Cecil, he too old too. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised they just didn't. Um, well, no, that would be like a reward. I was gonna say they could have been the boys could have been living in a rental property, but that's like a reward. Uh, uh-uh, uh, never. Mind. Yeah, that that if you done flipped out of Howard, you think yeah. no, you don't yeah. get nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it started off with, that was what she was going through is just trying to clean up after everybody mm-hmm. and she wasn't happy. And mm-hmm. then who did it go to next? Oh, Heavenly and Alara. And she has grown up so much. She has. Like showing her from nine to 13. I was uh, like, oh my gosh, like her little baby face is gone. Right. <laughs> and she's coming together. She's going to be, when she grows up, she's going to be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just hope that she don't keep that Heavenly attitude. But Heavenly is so clingy. I felt suffocated listening to her talk about wanting to hang out with her daughter. Yeah. She's like, we used to hang out 90-something percent of the time or 80%. That's too much. That's too much. (laughs) And I bet Dr. Samen's like, go hang out with your daughter. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. And she's like, well, then she was like, so why don't you hang out with me anymore? And she was like. Mommy, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I have my own friends. (laughs) Right. And she don't have no friends because she's not a nice person. I was like, she is so clingy. She is. That's her baby, though. That's her baby. And then she gonna tell her daughter she need to go to prom with her brother. Really? That was real fast. And she can't have no. She can't date until she's how old. She's. She says sixteen. I think that's appropriate. But you know they're going to have boyfriends, though. I understand she'll have boyfriends, but, but y'all ain't going out nowhere. We ain't. You ain't going out nowhere without me. Without me doing the driving and dropping off. Would you drop them off at the movie theater though? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. How old were you when you were going to the movie theater? Like, like on a date off? date? Is uh, that considered a date date if your parents drop you off? Yeah, because the parents have met the guy. That okay. makes it a legit date. date. So, okay. How is it just like two friends going out? Two friends, a boy and a girl? Yeah. I know they asses ain't friends. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like you said, Dorian went on a date at the at the school thing, and her little (laughs) friend walked off. So that's why I'm trying to clarify. Like, was that like a date date? Because it wasn't a date because I didn't meet him. You was right there with but him. But I was not, it was not a formal introduction. She said she didn't want you to know him. She just wanted to go off by him, by themselves and walk in front of you a little bit while they talk about. That wasn't a date. Oh, goodness. Okay, so. 
no skating rink. Oh, you can go to the skating rink and not tell your parents what you're doing. How's she gonna How's she gonna go and not tell me what I'm doing? Well, she, she can doing? she can go to the skating rink and then she can meet a dude there and they can go on a date. And that's unquote. exactly why I wouldn't be really dropping off. I'm gonna go and stay. Cause my mama came and picked me up from the skating ring and she saw people rolling on the walls and she was like, no, you're not going no more. Cause she <laughs> didn't want to catch me rolling on the wall. Rolling on the boy. wall. Yes. What does that consist of? Can you like mock, can you do like that? Like making on- out on the wall. Rolling on the wall. She called it rolling on the wall. Mm, I can hear your mama saying that too. I yeah. saw them girls rolling on the wall. That was before her voice got hoarse. Oh, okay. Yeah. She had a full voice then. Mm. <laughs> No telling what that was like, girl. She was on it. No, but I mean, I feel like I would let her hang out with caution. But 16, like when she when she can get in a car with a boy by herself, I would feel comfortable with 16. I think that's a good age. The only reason, I think that's a responsible age. More I think it, responsible. I think it's age. a responsible age, but at the same time, I just wouldn't want the date to go too far. Because it's like her first date, she's 16. You know they be smelling themselves. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want it, like her first date date to be like full freedom. I would, like you could have some dates with mommy so you know how to conduct yourself. Instead of just going on a real full no, throttle no, no. We, date. We, we talk about dating now. Oh. So. Okay. <laughs> we have like bathroom conversations. So About going on dates. About, yeah, like, and I wouldn't say about date date so far but about you know eventually boys will like you uh you know i have some music on so she loves fantasia for yourself so i'd be like this is what you need to listen to because these boys gonna try to play you right so you gotta say if you don't want me then don't talk to me go ahead and free free yourself yourself. so you know we have i can can see her telling somebody that yeah yeah Yeah. at school free yourself free yourself bye Mm mm-hmm well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like my parents were very upfront with me, and I'll, I'll pass that to mm-hmm. show you. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yes. So, um, what else happened? Um, Let's see. Somewhere the, along the way, wasn't it, wasn't it Mariah was talking, girl, she, Mariah, it, did it start off with Mariah and Aiden's messy butt? I don't know. she was picking out her outfit. She was picking out her that outfit early for the on. tea party. Because I guess early? they, yeah, I think um, they had got their invites for the for the emergency. So it looked like Aiden, I got some hair plugs. His hair looked a little thicker. He looked a little thicker. I was about to say that. He does. Yeah. He got he got that. They got off hair plugs. They yeah. He he's stress eating. Because <laughs> he be in <laughs> in women's business. Girl, messy, messy boots, eating bonbons. <laughs> With his wife, cause she don't have no friends, and that's and that's why she be laying out all the the ladies' business on him, and he has no choice but to listen because he knows she don't have any friends. <laughs> she don't have no friends. She might have some friends from like the other shows, yeah. But like that white lady that disappeared, mm-hmm. she they probably still cool, mm-hmm. and some other doctors' wives. Mm-hmm. But she's so messy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, don't wear the red because it's going to make you look like a devil. She don't need no red dress to make her look like a devil. She just looked like a blue devil. And I thought it was funny that Hun Heavily was dressed like, actually. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then that the, was hilarious. the therapist came in and her hair matched their outfits. And I was like, y'all all coordinated. Oh, goodness. Okay. I liked that 
Dr. Jackie put it all together and I like that she had a middle person to mediate. That's I absolutely love that. However, and the spiritual lady did a she did her thing. She did. I just didn't understand what was going on with her eye makeup because it looked like peeled skin. Like she had scabbed. No, the the the, The the spiritual lady. It her eyeshadow looked like she skinned her eyelids because with the pink. It just didn't look right. I I was that I was a little distracted by that. I thought it was like some glitter stuff. It wasn't glitter. It was pink eyeshadow and it was just put like on half of her eyelid. Who knows? It looked like skinned skin. Maybe she had on some stickers or something. No, it was eyeshadow. I have to look at that again. But she did a good job. I ain't going to take that away from her. She she did a good job. She had somebody else do her makeup. Yeah, I guess. I didn't see it. Yes. So, yeah. And I thought the tea setup was real cute. Yeah. Um, we may be skipping over some parts because well, I don't think we talked, we talked about, about Contessa and Scott already. But what about that um quad and all them fans she done pulled out the thing? Oh, we haven't got to that yet. Actually, okay. we need to back it up. Back it so, up. So, um, Heavenly, um, Quad and Contessa met up for drinks. Oh, yeah, they did. We and it looked like that. a fun conversation. They were talking about, um, Quad. I like the short wig. I like the wig. I don't like the color. I, think I it like was it. Look, I didn't like that. I think it should have been darker. But I, I like the it. cut. I just said the color was too too much. I liked it. Okay. Um, so they were talking about quad dating. And quad is like, I'm good, pleasing myself at this time, you know. And nobody coming up in me if they broke. And I was like, mm. you said that. Mm. And so then um, Contessa kind of chimed in about, you know, what happened between her and Dr. Scott. And another thing that was kind of telling to me was that she said, you know, and granted, she did to have the mommy guilt and chose to stay at home for a little bit. But she saw that that wasn't for her. Right. And she went back to work part time. So in this episode, she was like, you know, I just feel like he thinks that I'm just supposed to be a maid and a babysitter for the kids. And I that's mm-hmm. not who I am. Right. So that's also touching on. You know, it's like, okay, I'm more than this. A maid and a babysitter. A maid I and a babysitter. A like, I have, I have those, you and know. And maybe I, I can be the Surgeon General mm-hmm. one day, and I can pursue that dream. Mm-hmm. And that whole situation, we've already talked about it. Yes. Yeah. So, Lack of support. Yes. And um, and then to that, Quad was like, and then, you know, as a woman, you always got to make sure you have your own. You do. <laughs> Which... It's valid, but coming from someone who is freshly divorced. <laughs> and she did, but she didn't always have her own, though. I know. So she's coming from experience. No, and I get that. I mean, I know she was selling real estate, but, you know, she was really dependent on his mm-hmm. steady income to provide for her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, this ain't going to happen to me no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's important for a woman to have her own. I agree. Yes. Because you just always got to, either that or you build you your own little nest egg that you hide away far, far away. Mm-hmm. So in case something pops off, that you will be okay. Because mm-hmm. it's nothing like seeing a woman who who don't have anything. She's out on the street hunting her kids. Mm-hmm. And dude is off in Cancun with some blonde chick. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. And then, um, so that pretty much wrapped them up. And then we get to uh, Toya. Toya and Simone. And um, unfortunately, Toya had a miscarriage. 
And um, so they were talking about, you know, just making sure she physically was okay. And I like that Dr. Simone, you know, just reassured her that it wasn't her fault. Like it wasn't anything that anybody could have done right. um, to prevent it. Did you read some of the comments that they were making on social media about her losing the baby? No, after the Dr. Contessa thing and those comments, like I got off the Twitter. So I didn't. Girl, I was like, people you know, people are so are. insensitive. Yeah. They was like, well, if she wasn't messy, she wouldn't have lost the baby. Mm-hmm. And all, like, why would you say that? Yeah. Like, she's grieving. Clearly. Yeah. She's clearly grieving. You yes. know, I do not, you know, I'm not a big Toya fan. Yeah. But like, she's going through some yeah. serious stuff. For her to even be tra- transparent like that with Simone and to cry. And then she was just like wiping her tears. And I was mm-hmm. like, you gonna mess up your makeup, girl. Mm-hmm. But she was like really upset. And even in the confessional, she was still like, I can't trust them with this news because yeah. they're not really my friend. And that's totally fine. And I like, so Yeah, I wouldn't tell them shit. You know? <laughs> right. And so like, girl, I just couldn't believe the way people were talking about mm-hmm. her and just saying you don't need no kids. You don't halfway take care of your kids and your man now. And you all about self and building this big old house. I was just like, why though? Why people are so, yeah, they like, social media is like the, they like gangsters. Yeah. yeah. For you to be like a on screen yeah. gangster. Like you literally really, and everything that she would not say to the person to their face. No, you it's, know, it's, it's very it's, pathetic. Yeah. yeah. So I hated that for her. My only, my only thing was I felt like she shouldn't have told the kids as soon as she told them. I didn't get that either. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like you don't have two kids. You know, things happen. Things happen. So yeah. And she was like, and then I don't feel like even when she told them that she's not pregnant anymore, she was like, she said that she didn't cry in front of them because she didn't want them to be sad. But don't they have the right to grieve they too? Should, yeah. So, you know, it. I always just say I wait the time that you're supposed to wait before you start telling family. Mm-hmm. But she had them take the little pee pee test yeah. in there to their daddy. Like that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And I know she probably she don't have no friends either. She don't have no friends. She don't have nobody to consult to say, "Hey, girl, don't do that." Yeah. Because then they got to deal with that grief, and they may not have even need to deal with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, that's something she could have spared her kids from. Yes, I agree. And then they were so excited, and exactly. it could just been something you you two had to handle. Yeah. And then, um, dude talking about his failures that would have really bothered me. What that he has a virtual shelf for his failures. Yeah, and, and the third failure was the baby. But it wasn't a. I mean, it wasn't a failure at the end of the day. Yeah, but it it felt like a failure to her because she feels like her body was failed her, mm-hmm. like her body couldn't maintain this pregnancy and it's on the shelf with the other failures that he has mm-hmm. up there. So that would have hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I ain't like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised he would say something like that, but I guess sometimes people speak and they don't realize what their words really mean. Well, I mean, and it could be looked at a, as in a different way. Like I, I'm sure he didn't say your body failed you or thought that, you know, the physicality of of the failure but maybe it's on a shelf of this is something that has failed you know what i'm saying it's kind of different right but it's a woman's body yeah and but- so it's related to even if his sperm was bad like he had a double-headed <laughs> sperm or a double tail or whatever i mean but it's still related to something that she carried that's true but i mean at the end of the day nothing like N- nothing either one of them 
could have done to prevent it. Yeah, to prevent it. Like your body, the body naturally aborts. Like if it's not coming together right, the baby could have had three heads. I'm glad. I would be glad. Or it could just have been a chemical pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Yeah. So, I mean, the body does what it does for a reason. And, and let it be. And let it be, you know. They, she can always get pregnant again. Yeah. Yes. Maybe she should have sex in her closet. Okay. That's where I would have sex with if I had a two-level closet. Okay. <laughs> Do have some space to get some ass in. Okay. <laughs> right by my um expensive shoes and handbags. Mm. Yeah, that'll get you more handbags and shoes. Dropping it low for Jesus, right? <laughs> Girl, you know I do not believe in trading sex for items. So. Girl, it's it's your spouse. Exactly. So why do I have to trade sex for but items? But I'm just saying, I would just be like, you know, you just holler out like Louis Vuitton or whatever brand name of whatever's going on out there. Some red bottoms. I mean, if you and then you, to get it, then that's right, fine. But you, but you just the whisper sex it. don't have to be involved. If you when you drop it low for Jesus, then you can call out high expensive stuff that you like in their ear when they doing their thing, and maybe that'll put it in their mind that hey, it should already be in their mind regardless of the sex. I, if you want to do it for me, you want to do it for me, just like I want to do it for you while we drop it low for Jesus. I get it. It just <laughs> makes things more interesting. Okay. <laughs> Just appease me. Like, I get bored. You know, I'm always with some theatrics. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not a theatrical person. Right. I'm very theatrical. It's got to be It's got to be entertaining. Okay. And sometimes I sit back and chuckle at myself because I'm like, yep. I said that. And it was funny. Okay. Moving so right along. All the ladies are at the tea. Um, and the... The, the spiritual advisor has them pulling out what they want to discuss. And so Mariah pulls out her fan and she pretty much addresses Jackie at how she felt like it was unnecessary or hurt her feelings that she brought up the whole Coke thing. And um, I don't know if Dr. Jackie said anything. Did she say She anything? didn't. She okay. just looked at her. Okay. With no response. It was like she was... <laughs> Like peeling back the layer, and she was just like, mm, I hear you, but I'm not gonna even acknowledge what you're talking about right now. It was so shady, but she had on yellow, so it made me happy. So I just, <laughs> I just overlooked it. But I was like, Are you not gonna say anything? She was just like, I receive it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's all she could do because I mean, obviously, she felt like she didn't do anything, she asked the question. Like, I feel like she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, and um, I, I didn't really feel like she did anything wrong, but I feel like in that moment when Mariah was addressing her, mm-hmm. she should have at, at least acknowledged verbally that she hurt her. Mm-hmm. Because she's obviously hurt over it. Mm-hmm. And I hate when Mariah makes a little face like she's about Why to... Why should be talking out the side of her face? Like she's about to cry or something. It's so weird. I know. Like, girl, if you did the coke, you did the coke. If you didn't do the coke, you, you didn't, didn't do, do the, the coke. coke. You're like damn near 50. What the hell are you talking about? Like, let it go. I know. I like, know. is that your storyline? Is that somebody said I did crack that and coke might and whatever? Be her storyline. It might I, be. It might be. I wouldn't be surprised. Because she really ain't having nothing else. No. No. Her daughter might come back real thick. That'll be part of her storyline, too. She do need to eat a little bit. She probably eat a lot. You know, it'd be people like that. That's true. 
they eat a lot and they don't never gain no weight. That's true. Then they turn 40 and they be extra thick. Yeah. Yeah, so she needs a storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the next person, um, what's the next? Um, Toya. And I felt like a lot of what she was saying was loaded with the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. That's where um, her emotions was coming yeah, from. Yeah. And then like she, but she was the most transparent and like vulnerable out yes. of all of them. All of them kind of had their guard up as mm-hmm. they were answering the questions, but she pretty much laid it all out and yeah. was like, this is how I feel. This is how, that's how I know that she's in a very hurt place yes. right now. Cause that ain't Toya. Toya puts up a shield and she she's really like, does. you know, she don't really cry that much. We saw her crying on the bus when she mm-hmm. took them damn birth control pills. <laughs> then we saw her crying today. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, well, it wasn't today, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen her cry more than those two times? No, I don't, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Yeah, she don't cry a lot. Yeah. And even her husband says she don't cry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those two things pretty much hurt mm-hmm. her. Yes. And then who else did they, uh, Heavenly, she got her little, her little fans. I forgot what Heavenly said, but I know she busted out with a verse, but Girl, I can't remember. The Medea version of the verse about how you gonna, uh, worry about the plank in my eye. Oh yeah. The, what was it? The, the plank, it's something about a plank and something else. And I was like, really? That's what you're gonna do? And she cussed in the verse. Like those words were in the Bible. Girl, if you don't get your friend, <laughs> Heavenly is really a demon. Oh, she's like a slick, not, she's not heavenly at all. And them be the ones. When you, so you had names like that, you're the total opposite. She's so mean spirited. That's like me and uh, my husband was talking about what we would have named Shady D. And what now since she's born? No, before she was born, we were talking, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about what her name could have been. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, you know, I wanted to name her Trinity. I was like, the hell? You You know, kids that got religious names are the worst kids Mm. ever. (laughs) Girl. And I like that name, Trinity, too. And I like the name Nevaeh in heaven. Remember I said I was going to name my child Amazing Grace? I don't remember. You've had so many that I've been like, are you sure you want to do that? Amazing Grace, girl. Mm. I don't know where I be getting these names from. Goodness. I just make up stuff. I be entertaining myself, basically. Um, And then the next person was Quad. And after Quad pulled like three, three, four fans. And then she talked forever Forever. about being dragged through the coals. And I just stopped paying attention. I did one of your numbers. And um, yeah, I would have stopped paying attention too. Like my brain shuts down after a while. Like my brain can only process so much information. And if that tea was at night after I had been at work, girl, my brain is like, it just shuts down. Mm-hmm. It's like how your computer shut down and it tells you it's going to shut down no matter what. And like, and it starts mm-hmm. the countdown clock. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, yes. she was doing too much. She was. And she, she just needs, she needs to talk it out with the girls. They just need to have an all about quiet day. <laughs> Um, so then she reached out to Simone and um that was invited her to dinner so they can talk. So they get to dinner, quite as an hour late. It's, yeah. If I was Simone, well, knowing and I and I will say even you, because you run late, like mm-hmm. I plan accordingly to your lateness. So if you say you on your way, that means you, you give me forty five minutes. I'm gonna give you about a good thirty minutes. And really? then I'm going to be on my way to where I'm going to go. So Simone should have 
traveled so, that part accordingly. But then I wouldn't have sat there no more than like 15 minutes. Dang. You get like that much of a great experience? You do. I struggle. I know. That's why I, I know be, how I you, think how I'm going to be late to my funeral. You probably will. But I know how you operate, so I adjust my time accordingly. I'd be trying to work on it, too. I'd really be struggling with time. It's okay. As I long just, as you are known, you know, we know how you But, you, you know, operate. like, I just have to get better with time because I'm late all the time. Mm-hmm. I hate, you know, I don't have no clocks in my house, right? That's why you're late all the time. I got the clock on my phone and the clock on the microwave and stove in the kitchen. That's it. Okay. In my granny's room. Because I about hate as time. Clocks as I have in my house. You don't have a clock in your bedroom. No, I just yeah. Have my phone. I don't. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know what time it is. I mean, I have to know. I'm a stickler for time. Like I like to respect other people's time. So it makes me nervous if I'm running late because I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not being aware of somebody else's time. So that's why I'm a stickler for time. But you. Are, you I just, just I struggle. Yeah, so I struggle I, with time, and it, time gets away from me so quick. Mm-hmm. Like I just lose, I just lose time. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, it's like twelve o'clock, and I'm like, dang, I was supposed to meet Doree at eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. How did how did time go that by that quick? And I, whatever I think is gonna take five minutes, really takes twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I have things in place to help me with time. But she. She probably wasn't doing nothing but talking to somebody. She probably, yeah. She didn't really want to go. No, she didn't. And Even I though, but what, she was a totally, she had totally different energy she at the did. thing. And I think that's what kind of fooled everybody. Because at the thing, she, it seemed like it was going to be a heartfelt conversation. Like, yeah. we gonna, we going to try to hash it out. We're going to sit here and cry. We're going to really, like, try to work, work on our relationship. Out. And then yeah. when she came in, it was just like, she what a horrible attitude. attitude. And I was like, what the world? And she never said, I'm sorry, I'm late. Thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. that's what I was like, dang, she's not even going to apologize. That's happened to me before. Late. But they didn't They didn't accept my apology when mm-hmm. I apologized for being late. But I really had a good reason for being late. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to hear it. So mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I can't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so Quad's issue um, is what happened at the crab boil last season. Last season. And... To her credit, I feel like after the crab boil, they really, outside of the reunion, they really still didn't talk. And then at the reunion, it was like, Simone was like, oh, well, you know, I'm here for you. You know, we can try to work on this. Obviously, that didn't happen in between the seasons. So I feel like that's what Quad's mind still is. However, she shouldn't have come in late and with a bad attitude. Like she could have easily just said, you know, I want to refer back to this time because that hurt me, especially in the place where I was. And then I feel like Simone would have been more receptive to hashing it out. And that the, another thing that got me is that she was really late to the the crab thing too. Mm-hmm. And so then she just shows up late again, which mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that sparks Simone and mm-hmm. she had an attitude anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, I don't know, girl, Clyde, just get your life together. I like your wig, though. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, short one day, long one day. Girl, do your thing. Mm-hmm. I do like the blonde on her, though. I don't like that. The ha- the hair at the restaurant was really cute with the red. And I like the cut. I like the cut of the short wig. I just, it needs you to be toned do the, down just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little much. I think I want to go blonde. Okay. Blondes have more fun, so they say. Okay. 
I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. So who else was at the table? And that was it. That's how it pretty much wrapped up. I don't want to round the table. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a good start for the conversation. Yeah. So then what else happened on the show? That's it. That's, That's it. How it. That's ended. how it went off. Yeah. I thought I had something else to say about that. Um, I guess not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the only other thing was um, Contessa and Dr. Scott, but we talked about them in the beginning. We didn't go over what Contessa talked about. What do you mean? Did, didn't she pull a fan out? She didn't. She didn't. They didn't show her saying yeah, anything. She, yeah. Yeah. Her but, dress was cute. Yeah. But they didn't show but her what, saying anything. It was something shady that happened between, was it Mariah and Heavenly? Are they not talking? They never was really talking. But they didn't hug each other at all. Oh, they no. made comments. They made little jabs. Because mm-hmm. Heavenly was like, she always trying to bite off my style or yeah. whatever. That's what what it was. So then, I guess that's it. So yeah. we're done with this show. Yeah. Um, and then Housewives of Potomac Reunion. Um, they started off with Michael, girl. Well, Michael didn't come to the end. But, but they was, started. He was the topic of the conversation, conversation pretty early much on. the whole time. Yeah. Um, so Monique was happy to be away from her kids. Um, her and dress was cute. Ashley was struggling. Yeah. Ashley was struggling. I like Candace's little outfit. Candace's dress was cute. That like, was she cute. was 100% put together from head to toe. Yeah. I like the hair. The makeup was the best makeup she's had all mm-hmm. season. And she that dress good. was really cute. Yeah. Um, I like, um, what's the girl who's married to that dude that ain't married to that dude? You like Robin's dress? I liked her hair. Oh, her hair I liked was the cute. short, the short wavy. Yeah, that was cute. Bob, um, Bob I thought that was really yeah. cute. I don't like the dress though. I didn't. I don't even. It's I don't like the sleeves. I didn't. It's yeah. not memorable. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't even acknowledge whether or not I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. Um. So they start talking about Michael and his indiscretions with the dude. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Whitten, she was on the defense. One thing I did think about as I was listening to this or watching it or whatever, like you gotta know that these people have kids and their kids gonna be able to watch the fact that they daddy could potentially have grabbed another man's booty. And people think that they daddy gay. Yeah. And nobody really respects that on the show. Mm -hmm. They just be out for them off the gate. Yeah. And so I was just like, that poor little baby. But, and I also realized that Michael looks like the thing from, um, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. he, he most definitely looks like, what's the name of that show? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He does look like that. He was scared the shit out of me. If he was like on top of me in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and that light hit him the right Shut way. <laughs> oh God, that's horrible. I might just, what did, what did lady D say? Horrible, horrible, horrible. Like, dude, if you don't get up off me, I don't I care didn't... how much money you got. I didn't realize, I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying that Michael is like 70? Ew. Or he was 40 when Ashley was born? That is just, I don't know. I cannot imagine, like, hooking up with somebody's baby. I know. Later on in life? I know. I I do not like old balls. You know that about me. I'm well aware of this. Ew. That, Yeah. They're probably all great. Like, he older than her mama. That's nasty. That's why he feel like he can, like, halfway talk to her like she is. Yep. Child. Yep. Mm. That explains yep. it. Yep. Odie. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So, they talk about um, Karen's perfume and um, how 
I guess, you know, Giselle kept questioning whether or not she was the owner or whatever. Right. And Karen was like, you know, I never question anything about ever who. So mm-hmm. why are you questioning what's going on with my with stuff? With the grand dom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Giselle's just mean. She's a bitter old lady. That she is. That's what the show was supposed to be last week. Bitter old lady. Or bitter old bitches, I think. I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But you know, I had to go with less than highly favored. Girl, that was it right there. <laughs> That's it. Oh, gosh. So, Giselle is um, back seeing her ex-husband, Pastor Jamal Bryant. I thought he was, le- allegedly, he was suspect. I mean, could be. It's, he's allegedly a lot of things. Which leads me to question, how did they start Talking Why? Again. Yeah. She was lonely. You know you she, I mean, you know you always hook up with your exes when you're lonely. I don't even think it's lonely. I think for her it's about like security. Money. It could be about the yeah, money. And he likes to have a pretty trophy on his yep. arm. Yeah. And then she talking about Michael being gay and doing whatever he doing. She might just be what they call him a muse mm-hmm. for him too. Mm-hmm. While he does whatever he wants to do. Yeah, that's true. Because clearly he had issues with infidelity before. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. And you clearly ain't worked on your issues because you still mean as hell. Exactly. So how's this going to go? I don't I don't see it going. Yeah, it's a no I don't see it going. I mean, again, if she's, a, she, she's clearly said over for Ashley, you know, what is she getting out of this? What is she, What bag is she securing? So mm-hmm. I think that is going to be a good bag to secure. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way I see her. The why that I and see why her. she's with them. Mm-hmm. But maybe she really does love them. And I mean, they have a history of to course. Her and they have children together. And sometimes I think it's hard to part ways when you have kids. Maybe that's why. Because you can't really get out of each other's life. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they can't. Maybe that's what brought them together. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Then the fact that Sherman was tripping. It was too much. Mm-hmm. Maybe she went to a revival and he was preaching. But you know he's in Atlanta now. Yeah. So is she going to move from Potomac to be housewife of Atlanta? Yeah, she'll probably go do both. She probably will. Yeah. Yeah, eat Just come ass. off us. Um, they will eat her ass up on Housewives of Atlanta. No, I, sh- I wouldn't say she. Ooh, that would be good because her right. and Phaedra kind of been getting right. into it. Oh, but now nah, she may be probably... gearing us up for that though, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she ain't gonna work on that show. I mean, she, she can always be... split her time. You know, go up there and film for like two, three months, and then come back full time in Atlanta. But it would be a good and juicy thing if mm-hmm. it was true. she Candy ain't Atlanta. having that either. Mm, yeah. No, it's gonna be crazy. And Kenya's supposed to be back too. I say I'm not gonna watch Atlanta, cause I I just I don't know. Their drama is way way too much for me. Like how you say you gotta walk out the room, like I just can't with Dude, them. Yeah, yeah. I have to walk out on a lot of these shows. And I feel like Kenya probably won't be that bad because she her husband is there now, and she she pretty much has everything she wants, so she's not as bitter as she used to be. And she's probably getting digged down on a regular. So girl, that's that her helps. mind right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you know that baby's everything. To exactly. Her. So I so feel she's, like yeah, she, she's in a she'll good place. be yeah, she'll be fine. Being in a good place with some good penis always works. It does. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so what, that's what that's what Janelle Giselle, Giselle needs. Mm-hmm. 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 We should see a difference. We should. Mm-hmm. Her so. kids already know when she with somebody, she cool. They do know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just needs some pee pee in her life. Mm-hmm. 
that's it. Okay, so then um, Candace's mom um, comes on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that lady. Because she likes the TV. She likes TV time. <laughs> she just needs to get her life together all the way together. So they, they talked to her about why it was such a big to-do about having Candace's stepbrother at the wedding. And she made it, of course, about her. And she was like, well, Candace knows how much that hurt me and how that hurt me in the past. And I like that Andy chimed in and was like, but this happened before you and Candace's dad got married and you still chose to marry him. Exactly. So why is it still a big to do? Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. You are married, have been married for 25 years and have moved on. And she was like, well, you just don't understand, like... It just, it was a hurtful time. And bitter. I'm like, you need to let that go. Bitter old bitches. Yes. And then it also is like, if you like remarry, like how does your husband feel? Your current husband feel? That you're so, you? right. Yeah. Still harboring these ill feelings exactly. towards somebody that's not even a part of your life. Exactly. He ain't even thinking about you. Not at all. Why is he taking up space in your mm-hmm. head for free? Mm-hmm. Rent free. Mm-hmm. Girl, get your life together. Yes. Um, so then they talk so petty that's why she's evil (laughs) so then they start talking about um, Candace and her with the home ownership so Candace brings out her paperwork and it it shows that both she and her mom are the owners of the the house Mm -hmm. and so then Candace and Ashley keep getting into it about pretty much Candace Mom still taking care of her versus Ashley having Michael take care of her. And I'm Why like, it's it apples matter? to apples. Like, y'all pretty much in the same boat. Like, bitches. <laughs> Find something else to do. That's what they do. Um, so, Ashley calls Candace the least accomplished person <laughs> on the show. And Candace is like, I've had businesses and I have businesses. You know, what do you have? Eyes is closed. All you have is an old man and a, and a baby. <laughs> Extra shady. <laughs> An old man and a baby. That should be a movie. <laughs> that should be like a Bravo series. Old man and a baby. Yes. Secure yes, in the yes. bag. And then I'd be feeling like they just me be- and my, my ultimate shade. Like at the end of the day, I don't still understand why they have beef with each other. But if Candace really wanted to cut low, and cut really low for Ashley, mm. she'd be like, look, bitch, I know who my daddy is, and my daddy took care of me. Can you say the same? Oh, no, you married you married a man to be your daddy. Like, damn, Daria. the shade can go real Like, that deep. brought a tear to my eye, and that ain't even my situation. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, that hurt my heart. Girl, whatever. Super shady. But, I mean. Why would she... you go all the way that low on that girl like that? Ashley would go low on her. No, she got she got the whole sex thing and her daddy issues. <laughs> Cause it'd be like, uh, yo sugar daddy old man likes booty too. I mean, they, that's that's that been too. said, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Candace knows who, who, whose penis he was gonna suck. I hope they say that we got two more episodes of the reunion. Girl, so. why they gotta stretch this shit out? I know, cause I just want to know who he said. I know. I probably won't watch it and just wait to the like. The end and watch them all, like binge watch. But for the sake of the podcast, I have to watch these people go at it for hours mm-hmm. or just an hour mm-hmm. over the same crazy stuff. Just yeah. dysfunctional people. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Was just all the back and forth between them. They really didn't talk about anything too deep. 
No. Um, and then at the end, Michael came and like stood and watched everybody with his sweaty back. Mm. And that was it. She's nervous. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, yes, yes. Lord of the Rings came with his sweaty back. <laughs> we need to look up who that character is. Like I see him in my mind. You know, and I yeah. used to could do his voice really good. <laughs> <laughs> he creeps me out. Oh my god, girl, he creeps me the hell out. Like, ill. Who's his name? cannot think and once you say it i'm gonna be like yeah that's him you know i'm googling it i know and while you doing that i'm gonna look up this um fairy moment that we don't have so i'm gonna find us a nice quote okay in marriage it's not about perfection it's about effort when you bring your effort every single day that's where transformation happens I need to put that in my mental Rolodex because sometimes you want to repeat. I be over it. Repeat it. <laughs> in marriage, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's not about perfection, it's and I don't about. strive to be perfect. Let's it's not about. Room. It's not about perfection. <laughs> it's about effort. Effort. Just give me some effort. Not when, perfection. Just effort. When you bring your effort every single day, that's where transformation begins. Right. Like, get them clothes out the kitchen. That's effort. <laughs> he was doing the best. His name is Gollum. Gollum. Okay. They don't, even, this one. don't they look like him? Girl, look. And you know, that's him right there. <laughs> and you know that's the little baby. That's so mean. But but I ain't talking about nobody's that's kids. That's how he looked when they doing it. Oh, I would die. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm going to be scared <laughs> to go home. Because Gollum might be there. Okay, so we are wrapping it up. If you guys want to send us a fairy topic, a fairy moment, or a business buzz, or if you just want to shoot the shit and just let us know what's on your mind. Or stuff you want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, You can email us at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail or you can catch us on instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale or on twitter or facebook it's not a fairy tale and um, please like subscribe and comment five stars five stars right. um and let others know about our podcast so we're gonna get up out of here bye, bye.